everybody we are back and it is time to get some devotion in i'm excited about today and i cannot wait to share with you what i have studied so this week i am again i created my plan i'm sticking to it i don't know if i'm gonna record every day but i wanted to share with you when i could while i could so The title of this is What Time Is It? And we are reading from Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verses 1 through 8. And I'm sure you've heard these a thousand times, but as always, it doesn't matter how many times you read it, you always get something new. So without further ado, here is What Time Is It? And I hope that something sticks with you as much as it did with me. Okay, I am happy that I am back and I'm excited to share with you this morning. This is a unique um, experience for me because it's been a long time since I read this scripture, since I've dealt and delved into it. Um, it was mentioned yesterday in my sermon from church and I was just like, I'm adding that to my plan because it's been a long time. And as you guys know, I have been focusing on plans and what God has for me and making new plans. And I just felt like this fell right in line with it. So as you know, this scripture goes through and it talks about there's a season for everything. There's a time for everything. You know, there's a time to be born, a time to be Uh, die. There's a time to plant. There's a time to kill. There's a time to heal. And of course you have these absolutes, these opposites. And what I did was I made a clock. I made a physical clock, but rather than putting time on it, I took the information that was in the passage and I put each piece on the clock. So some examples are when it first says there's a time to be born and a time to die. I put born at that 12 (laughs) o'clock position and then I put die at that six o'clock position because I wanted to put everything that was opposite each other opposite on the clock. And as I filled it up, obviously there was way more, you know, hours on the clock or seasons on the clock than a normal clock. But it opened my eyes to so many things because we look at time as something that puts constraints on some some of our thoughts, some of our feelings, but time responds to the Holy Spirit. It's a time for our Father is responsive to His will. His will is not dependent on time, but the time depends on the will of God. So a lot of times we look at time. I got to make it to this point. I got to do this before I get to here. I got to do this before I get to here. But in this situation, the season and the time is dependent on God's will. How he wants us to progress through a situation is dependent on what he has for us. So I just started pulling things out and I went through this process and I actually was supposed to only be talking about verse three, where it says, There's a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build up. Well, true story, I got through kill and what that meant, and then I ended up in a whole different situation. But it says to kill is 
something that was done during, you know, war or as punishment for a crime in biblical times. But for me, I was just like, well, how does that apply to me? Like, I'm not out here killing people in these streets. Like, that's not what God wants us to do. Okay. So it says there's a time to kill and a time to heal. So for me, I had to ask myself, what do I need to kill in a spiritual war or kill spiritually in me? in order to get to the to the healing that I desire. And I was just like, man, when I looked at all of the things and how they laid out on the clock, after kill, there's mend and there's tear down and then there's war and then there's cry. So then I was like, whoa, whoa there's a lot going on right there. And I was just, I wrote this note and I said, even in our season of destruction, that's needed. We can't even get to grieving until things are actually torn down, killed and broken until we cry. We can't get there. And I ended up drawing this arrow, this clockwise arrow that goes through the time. And I was just like, man, in order for us to reach the desired opposite. So in order for me to reach the healing, because, you know, I put that opposite of kill on the clock. I still have to progress through all of the other items. And there's a lot of them. You know, I just gave you a few, but then there's scatter, embrace, search, keep, die, speak, harvest, and hate all before I can get to heal. So for me, it was just like, man, even in my trying to get to my healing, I need to go through multiple situations and multiple things. And after we get through this like season of destruction where we're tearing down, we're in war, we're crying, we're grieving, then there's this season of classification. There's a season of putting things into order because we have to scatter things. We have to embrace certain things. We have to search things and then we have to keep them. And it says seasons of classification are needed in order to die to our flesh and receive our healing. We must search ourselves, our motives, our situations, and choose to keep only what aligns with him. There's going to be a season in our lives where we have to literally classify. Is this person in the will of God for me to have in my life? Is this job that I have in the will of God? Is this situation that I'm in? in the will of God. If it's not, it's got, it's got to be scattered. It's got to be put away. All right. We have to separate things. We have to put things in order. We have to search ourselves. There's this season of evaluation that's going to have to take place. You know, we've been through it. We done broken ourselves down. We've been delivered. We've been through all these things. And now that we're in this season where we need to search ourselves, we need to have self-evaluation We cannot die to our flesh until we evaluate what needs to die. I think it's crazy to me. Like sometimes like, oh, I die to my flesh every day. What what are you actually killing, sis? What are you letting go of? Like I had to say, what am I dying to? What needs to die in me daily so that I can live for him? And the crazy thing is I can't heal until I die to my flesh. And even before I get to healing and I've died to my flesh, I still got to speak it out. I still have to share it. I still have to give it to people. I still have to explain what I'm letting go. I still have to reap the fruits of my harvest before I'm healed. A lot of us just want the healing instantly. We want to we get to the, the final place, the final destination. 
but we gotta we gotta harvest some of the things that we've reaped before we can heal because we need to understand what 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 we planted in that season whether good or bad what it creates because if we don't see the results of our sowing we cannot understand the power of what God's doing in our lives we can't heal and I'm not saying oh I sowed this seed or the to to church that Sunday and you know I got my money back in my bank account that's not what I'm talking about what I'm talking about is the seeds that we've sown into people's lives the things that we've said to people when we start seeing the harvest of those words that we've spoken that's when we really can heal because either it's going to convict us or it's going to give us a place where we feel that confirmation that everything that we've spoken was aligned with the Holy Spirit and either way whether we get convicted or whether we get confirmation, that's a part of our healing process. Either way, that gets us one step closer to being whole in him and not broken by the world. So I went through this whole process and then I wrote this note to myself and it kind of hurt a little bit, but it says the reason many of us don't get to our healing is because we get stuck in the seasons that were designed to push us where we need to be. If I look at the different, the steps between kill and heal, there are 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. So there's 13, you know, steps. And no, these are not perfect steps. These are just what I wrote down, but it helped me to visualize the process because I always think, oh, I've killed my flesh, I've done what God told me to do. Now I should be instantly healed. Healing is a process. And yes, I know people are healed instantly in the word of God, but I truly believe that our, our mental and our spiritual healing is a process. Um, yes, he can take things away from us, but to the thing is healing has to be accepted. So we, he can tell us to walk, he can tell us we're healed, but until we accept the fact that we are, we're not really healed so for me it was like okay yeah it's been killed in me I've grieved it blah 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 but I can't truly accept my healing until I've gone through this process I I've received it but have I truly accepted it and started walking in it and the reason why a lot of us don't is we get stuck in that grieving process we get stuck in that I'm not gonna kill my flesh because I kind of like this situation that I'm in all of those things so then I started looking at the time clock as far as the die part. Like when I wrote it, I didn't even see it this way, but the die was in the middle of the clock. It it wasn't at the end. The path that we're on is really complex and it doesn't always flow the way we think it does. So for me, I kept moving on and I was just like, okay, well, we'll keep going to that. All things birth to us will have to die in one way or another. Like we can't be mad when God shows us a plan that has to die. Like we planned, oh yeah, this is perfect. And God's like, no sis, that, that season's over. No, it's time to let it go. So I think for me, it was just kind of like, I can't get attached to seasons, I have to be attached to the wheel. I can't get attached to situations. I have to be attached to the wheel. I can't get attached to jobs. I can't get attached to people because when I get so attached to people, and I'm not saying don't make connections, for instance, that's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is when I get so attached to it that I never want it to go away, 
that I never want to see it go, I have to realize that that's not what God wants for us. He wants us to be ready to to make decisions and quickly the way that he wants us to do. Now, they may not die in our time, but all things that we've created will have to die either to us or in us or through us. So we have to be prepared for that. Um, The next thing I wrote was, even after our healing from one situation or season, we still have to progress through more seasons, some up and some down before we can birth the new thing God has placed in us. So healing is at that nine o'clock mark, right? But we know birth doesn't come again until that 12 o'clock mark. Or actually, it's at the seven o'clock mark. It's not even at the nine o'clock mark. So we we had a long way to go. And you have all of these things that are that go in between it. And I realized that like there's still a process. I got my healing. I'm living in it. I'm walking. I'm feeling good. But there's a time where God wants us to progress through that healing. He wants us to enjoy it. Like it's crazy. We get to heal and then we have tear which means that there's some separation that's going to happen after our healing. Because once we're healed, we can see clearly and there's going to be some things we can no longer be attached to. But then it's got build up, peace, laugh, dance, gather. God wants us to enjoy our healing before we start creating all of this good stuff. Celebrate what God has done in you and through you before you get up and start saying, okay, this is next. Um, Then, just before the birth of something, so we have this season where we celebrate, where we do all of these things, we dance and we celebrate, and yes, friends, celebrate, stop being so humble that you can't celebrate what God did for you. Just before the birth of something new, God is going to ask you to turn away from some things and gather a new set of resources the tools you used in your last season, they won't work in this season. Like a lot of times we're just like, well, I did this and this has worked for me all my life. God done healed you, put you in a new place. That that thing that worked for you three years ago is not going to work now. That, that thing that worked for you six months ago is not going to work for now. Six minutes ago, it may not work from now right now so the goal is to understand that when god puts us in new in new seasons that we don't just pray for the new seasons but we pray for the resources to help us to navigate and steward those seasons effectively so i want to end with this a lot of times when something ends when a job ends a relationship ends a situation ends when everything ends sometimes we get upset. And we're just like, this is the end of things. But I want you to think about some people, you know, Jesus's death wasn't the end. Lazarus, he, his death wasn't the end. You know, Joseph, his, his faked death was not the end. David's son, you know, there's all these people who had death or a situation to die, a plan to die. You know, Joseph literally thought that his plan um, and the, the things that God gave him, the vision that God gave him was dead. But reality, that death, that fake death in that season was what pushed his vision into becoming a reality. So I want to leave you with this. Death or the ending of a thing does not signal the end of your life, your season, your situation. It's 
it signals a shift in the season. It signals a change. It signals a new beginning in what God is doing in you. So don't think because a situation ended, uh, a relationship has ended, that everything is over. It's not over. It's just beginning. And and I'm not saying it's going to be perfect. I'm not saying that you're not going to go through some things. But once you accept that that no longer is going to happen, that that's no longer going to work out, God is about to position you and put you in a place where you can see and reap the harvest that you've sown. Like until you accept that some things have to be let go of, you won't be able to truly enjoy the harvest that you've reaped. So if you get to the point where you're just like, man, God keeps blessing me, but I just can't can't be happy about it. It's because you haven't let something go. So think about it today. What do you need to let go? What time is it? Are you in your warring season? Are you in your grieving season? What season are you in? And are you ready to go through the process to get to the place that you want to be and understand that you cannot stay there forever? that you will have to progress around the clock just like we do every day. You're going to have to go around God's God's time to continue what he has for you. So I hope this blessed you and I look forward to hearing from you. All right, y'all. I did not follow directions. That was only supposed to be 10 minutes, but you know, I wanted to give you everything I had and it was a lot more than I thought it was. So I hope that this was something that stuck with you. That is something that you can use. And I'm going to actually um, make my notes a little bit prettier. I usually upload them in the group, but today they are a mess. So what I'm going to do is I will put it together a little bit neater and when I do I'll put it in the spiritual sticky notes group so if you're not in there go ahead join the group check us out on Facebook it's spiritual sticky notes and I truly hope that something stuck with you this week see you next time